Hello, my name is Kelly Rose. I've worked with Alexa Dara for the last four years, and to say that I've grilled her on everything light, angel, and energy related is a pure understatement. I've often thought that others could benefit from our discussions, and now they will. Thank you so much for joining me on this project, Alexa. To bring listeners up to speed, you have been channeling angelic energy since the age of three. You hold a master's of theology degree, and you have been a traditional naturopathic doctor for over 20 years. Your approach has been nothing short of life-changing for me personally. Thank you, Kelly. It is a wonderful testimony for me going into this work to watch somebody like you grow from the work, moving through awareness into strength. Thank you. Thank you. I look so forward to these daily conversations. This is Audio Alchemy with Alexa Dara. Good morning, Alexa. Good morning, Kelly. How are you today? So good. How about you? Wonderful, full of blessings. Thank you. Today is such an interesting topic, and it's one that I think that we all have experienced um, at some point in our life. And um, it's super interesting to me about the varying degrees of what we're going to talk about. Um, But today is all about energy vampires. And the guiding statement that we were, uh, that you channeled was the keepers of the light work through the shadow side so others can see their own light. We never neglect the fact that all those working with energy understand the dark side of reality, but by doing so, they make much better light workers. Can you talk about like the enormity of that sentence? Absolutely. When you're assisting or helping somebody create tools for their own healing, you have to honor the fact that we all have a shadow side. And the shadow side of us is a very unforeseen sign. And at times that side of us is a very wounded, deeply wounded side. And that side of us isn't always kind and loving. So when you're helping somebody move through that side, we have to acknowledge that everything isn't always light and fluffy in reality. In reality, there is that darker balance. Mm-hmm. Um. We talk about um, sort of putting up boundaries with those kinds of people, but in order for us to even really put up or learn how to do boundaries ourselves, how do we have to prepare ourselves um, like in our most vitality so that we know, okay, we recognize the signs that there may be some sort of energetic scope creep going on and learn to detach from them. So, how do we prepare our own selves? Well, we it start to acknowledge our own guidelines and our own signals, guideposts, and we go, okay, it, how am I feeling? We start to recognize our own feeling, our own vitality. Are we depleted? If we are depleted, what's depleting us? And really looking around at our environment, energy moves in 
in all facets around us. So we have to check out our own, do our daily checking within our own self. We have to check in our, our physical environment. Who is around us in that environment? What are we giving ourselves? What are we experiencing? What are we listening to? What are we seeing? We have to really have, I call them daily check-ins, but it's the self-intention to recognize what you are experiencing and what is experiencing you. Mm. And these don't have to be huge things. These can be teeny tiny subtleties that completely just get us going sideways. Can you talk about what some of those like insidious subtleties might, might, how they might show up? Absolutely. So television, the news, music, noise, people around us not vibrating. And again, they have to be responsible for their own healing. So when I say what I'm about to say, it's a matter of self-awareness to who you are exposing yourself to. Mm. Yes, that's a good one. I have found if I am staying in a home that starts the day with television and I wake up and I start hearing other people's voices and thoughts and opinions and uh, point of views, it's super hard for me to plug back in to what mine are first thing in the morning. Absolutely, because you haven't even have a time to come into this reality world without hearing that garb on the outside. And that's that affects us at a level we mm-hmm. do not understand. And we should, it's, we should. There's lots of different distractions that we do that probably um they they serve us to not go inward. Um would you what would you say to that as far as like how to mitigate that? If, if you're living, especially in, in this current global situation and you're living in a household with multiple people with, and they all are at different levels, how do you, um, how would you remove yourself and get and feed your, yourself first? So, so then. So this is a conversation that, that I was just having So when we are around other people, we are affected by their energy. Absolutely. So we have to create that sacred space. We have to have a space, our space, whether that space is a perimeter of three feet off our body. And if we need to block out the garb and we're not able to step away from, or they're not to step away from them, we need to do something like put music on with headphones separate Mm -hmm. yourself go find a place in nature under a tree step away from the energy of others Mm -hmm. um you know the energy of others i've noticed during um you know uh shelter in place has shifted and sometimes like someone who you wouldn't really consider to be like an energetic vampire could have a season of this. Could you talk a little bit about the differences of maybe a seasonality of, of uh, energetic scope creep as opposed to a person who is intentionally has chosen that as a personality type? Absolutely. So when we're having, when somebody is going through a place or a time of pain, 
of loss, of misunderstanding, of depressive energy in their own life at times when they're not doing their own work, they look for an energy source to rely on. It's a feed. And they're Uh, very unconscious about this feed. And a lot of times this feed is so is so unnatural that it actually happens in time of sleep. And that person will wake up full of vitality and they'll wake up with strength. And then the person that they're actually feeding on is depleting more and more and greater and greater each day. And that can be a very unconscious thing happening because they're in such a place of fragmentation. And it's very common that it happens. So that's an energy vampire that's not necessarily aware that they're doing this to a person. it's very common it's very common it happens in our workplace it happens in our home it happens in our relationships and it's our responsibility when we have that going on to set a really strong perimeter of self-love self-intention and boundary to that person that that is not acceptable and that cord actually releases because Mm. set the intention to say you i'm not your feed you go Mm. heal i'll hold the torch for your healing but i'm not your feed now there's another type of energy vampire that's very fully aware of its actions and it looks for especially empathic people to just devour and it brings Mm. those people into their lives and relationships in the workplace and such and such and that one is consciously taking energy as nibbles and then it starts to devour it starts off with the nibbling process to see exactly how much it can take and then it just goes after that person and we've seen these people in our lives and they just mm-hmm. become insidious to us. And what if, what if we are the ones that are the fragmented ones that are the ones like feeding off of that kind of thing? And maybe it's conscious, maybe it's not. It's obviously something that is needed. What, what if you are the one that is the fragmented mm-hmm. human? How do you heal that? How do you... Um, bring those pieces back in without devouring someone else oh so it's so we when people are going through this and they are actually feeding on others and it has and not always is it going to be brought to their attention but mm-hmm. let's just say they recognize then they start to go in if that awareness is the light the minute you have an awareness to a situation or a moment in your life you just brought you just brought light in you just shine light in and you just started your own self healing Now, Mm, if you don't get your awareness going on in that and someone else brings this to you, listen to them. See what if what they're saying has any truth in it, because a lot of the time someone that deeply loves another will say, you know, I'm feeling the depletion happening on my side and I feel as if it's coming from you. And if we are truly doing this to another being, then just that conversation can highlight that awareness again. Now, there are those other types of psychic vampires that you could talk to until the day is long that are, this is their job. This is, they are here to teach us to protect ourselves, to be stronger with our light bodies and to have Mm -hmm. better boundaries. And those beings aren't going to listen, but they're Mm -hmm. great teachers. They're great teachers. Yeah. Just a super lesson. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and a, um, and a call to learn how to detach gracefully and um and take your light elsewhere absolutely for sure i think all been there um 
Can you talk a little bit about what a true practice of light looks like? Um, and I'm talking far beyond intention because what I found is like when I sit down and make a, I don't know, air quote, light plan, if you will, things really align differently from, for me when I come at each piece, like use the scheduled energy and, and uh, the vitality of food. Can you talk about what living in a true plan of light feels like? If we're coming from a place of how the angels would express what we're doing in that plan of light, it would be that we are truly authentic and we're truly trusting. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a living, a light reality is accepting all pieces of ourselves. It's understanding that when things happen, they're happening with us, not necessarily to us. And I hope that statement makes sense, but we're literally learning every moment on this planet in this physical plane Mm -hmm. and a light plan is one that helps us move into a strong identity of that we create our reality that we enjoy our reality and that our reality can be one of full flourishing embodiment Mm -hmm. that is a light plan Mm -hmm. beautiful i know i'm so visual that um when you first introduce like just a true intentionality of all of light, I had to like visualize my personal one as a, a lighthouse. And if I'm if I'm faced with when I'm faced with any kind of go this way or go that way, I am visually in my mind looking up at that um, just for an answer. And the answer always arrives. It's not not always what I want to hear, um, but. Just, just the suspension of um, any kind of doubt and knowing that it's there and available to me at every single time without regard is huge. I think there's two really wonderful practices that we can utilize to understand how to amplify our light body when we are amongst others. And one is an intergalactic spacesuit. This is what the kids always call it. See yourself stepping into a light suit and literally zip yourself up from the very bottom to the very top of your head. Nice. And you can see yourself do this visually and you just amplified your light. Another practice is standing in the middle of a pot of light or a flower of light and it grows around your body and it seals up at the top. And that is another amplification of light. And those can be quick tune-ups for us when we're amongst energy that maybe feels a little uncomfortable for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I've also used um, a Vegas style uh, water feature of light um, when I'm faced with sort of like a, overwhelming energy vampire and it just sort of helps me giggle and shift my own energy so that I can be present and here and then choose for myself do I take that on do I not exactly and there's so many different things we can use even down to sea salt in our house we we should take the time to investigate these energies definitely say more about sea salt in our house okay so one thing that is wonderful is to take 
a spray bottle, put sea salt in it, put some rosemary drops, of, put some lavender drops of oil, and just spray your house. And if you're living in energy that is, is, it, that is even disruptive, it retreats. It will retreat from that because it's a purification. So you can just spray everything, spray yourself, <laughs> and it keeps your frequency very clear. We find that it works better than saging our house, actually. It works quicker, and it retreats the energy faster. Oh. Oh my goodness. Okay. I will put a, that recipe in the show notes for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alexa. I'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. Have a very blessed you day. Too. Bye. Thank you. And as always, if you'd like to work with Alexa one-on-one, please visit the language of love and or Stop by the online store for quantum tools at lightlinkuniverse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. If there's a topic you'd like us to explore, let us hear from you. Love and light always.